0: 228 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe and Cindy Kemp and we come to the wonderful conclusion of this beautiful letter from Peter. Um, whatever Peter's foibles were in the gospel. A guy who's willing to speak up because he didn't know what to say. A guy who at the end starts walking on water but quickly sinks. A guy who confesses, you know, that uh, Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, but at the same time denies the cross and denies the message uh, of suffering for the sake of God's people. Of course, one who denied knowing mm-hmm. you know, Jesus in the, in the garden at the hour of Jesus' trial. But uh, Peter has been refined through his suffering, and of course, he is addressing a group of people who are being persecuted and who are suffering. And he encourages them, has encouraged them to embrace their suffering and to be refined through their suffering into a deeper grace of knowing who God is. And so when we come, you know, to 1 Peter chapter 4, we come to a, a nice end to a beautiful letter, rich in theology, rich in its Old Testament images. Uh, but before we read, we always pause to remember that we've, we've come to a holy place. Um, God's words are a means of grace, Mm -hmm. and by that we mean it's it's something that He has ordained for our edification to build us up through His Spirit so that we may dig deeper roots in the Gospel, be transformed by its message, and not, not know our Bibles better, but to know the Father, the Son, through the Spirit, far better, and to live our lives as a reflection of their heart and character. So before we read, let's offer ourselves in this moment, as always, to the Lord and david do you mind lifting us up no
1: let's pray and father we we pray exactly what paul has just mentioned um, as we now turn to your word and that you would edify us you would build us up and that through your spirit you would help us to see and to behold um, the heart of the father revealed in christ jesus and so wherever we may find ourselves today uh, whatever frustrations or trials or anxieties um, we're experiencing uh, may you now in your grace um, lift our heads and cast our eyes on christ and may we behold him and may our hearts be renewed and restored in the wonder of the gospel and so we ask you would do that work um, for your glory and for our joy as your people we pray this all in the name of jesus amen first peter
0: chapter 4 Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. As a result, they did not live the rest of their earthly lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. They are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless wild living, and they heap abuse on you. They will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this reason, the gospel was preached even to those who are now dead so that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to God in regard to the spirit. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. If you should use whatever gift you've received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the Spirit of the glory of God and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or a thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household, and if it begins with us, what will be the outcome what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of god and if it's hard for the righteous to be saved what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? so then those who suffer according to god's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good to the elders among you i appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of christ's suffering who also will share in the glory to be revealed the shepherds of god's flock that is under your care watching over them not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that He may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist Him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. With the help of Silas, in my regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. See who is in Babylon chosen together with you sends you her greetings. And so does my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all who are in Christ. An invitation once again as we see into suffering and of course that's the reality that um, you know peter's readers would be facing that they are people who he's already called foreigners and strangers they're displaced in the world but they're firmly praised you know placed in the grace uh you know that there is in christ and of course, he encourages us: if you suffer, don't suffer as a murderer, or <laughs> even a meddler. <laughs> so there's a broad range you yeah. know, of that. But if you suffer, suffer righteously, you know, in the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he begins this, you know, with a really interesting section. He says, "Whoever has suffered has done away with sin." Mm-hmm. And, and he's talking about the contrast between the old way of life where we live to please ourselves. And if we are willing to suffer for the cause of Christ, we're, we're living for him and not ourselves. And the very fact that we're living for him and not ourselves and are willing to suffer or to endure hardship with him means that, that we're not you know, living by our old appetites. And, and so once we've chosen, <clears throat> I'm going to identify with Christ no matter what, right. You know we have you know, done away with the body of sin
1: you can even kind of feel the urgency it feels like in peter as well and he's already you know told us in verse seven though the the end of all things is near like you know there's things to be done and i love that line as well in verse three you know you've spent enough time in the past doing what the pagans choose to do you know Mm -hmm. time is of the essence let's let's move on leave those things behind with the things of christ which is a message i know i need to hear as well um and
0: uh, nor- he, he reminds us of something we don't often think of, you know, the fact that uh, uh, all of us will give an account of our lives mm-hmm. and, and of, you know, the, the, the abuses and the debaucheries and the, the loss and the carousings and the idolatries and all of those things. And, of course, uh, all of those sound really bad, but, of course, mm-hmm. uh, it really boils down to any any time or any moment that we don't live for him mm-hmm. and rather live for ourselves. It's all... Wasted and all in the end will be something that, that is you know uh, something we wish we had never participated in. Mm-hmm. you have to love up uh, universe I hate above all love mm-hmm. each other deeply he's already mm-hmm. encouraged us in the opening chapter to love each other deeply from the heart because love covers over a multitude of sin mm-hmm. and of course we are taught you know that that is the heart. Uh, Mm -hmm. of the gospel of the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength and all your might and uh, love your neighbors yourself and uh, matthew tells us that uh, all the law and the prophets hang on those two pegs in other words if you want to understand the law uh, it's leading us to love god more deeply if you want to understand the law it's leading us you know, to love our neighbor more sacrificially and the two of those come together paul's told us that uh, Mm um you know Mm -hmm. that the. Love is a fulfillment of law, Peter is telling us love. Covers over a lot of our failings as long as we're loving one another. Um,
1: and then he gives us the line as well to offer hospitality without grumbling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there's people in your homes, you're caring for others, it can be a little frustrating, but there's no, man, whatever gifts you have, man, you use them to serve others, right? You know, that's how the body works, mm-hmm. is we serve each other, we love each other, as Paul said, and we offer hospitality to each other and to those who are not in, in in the household of God is that welcoming sense mm-hmm. of the people of God I
2: do love that he tells us that we are to be faithful stewards of God's grace and that that may look like different things for different people because it does show up in various forms but we are stewards of God's now grace. the way
0: we've grown you know over the past <coughs> few years to think about spiritual gifts as we yeah. think about you know there's something that exalts us for our edification mm-hmm. which is just the opposite yeah. of how the gospel Uh, you know, describes it as something that humbles us and and causes us to serve each other for their edification. Mm -hmm. And and so we even have, you know, kind of taken, you know, uh, our our gifts and we've Mm -hmm. moved those, you know, kind of into a prosperity gospel that it's, you know, about, uh, you know, giving me a platform and it's about Mm -hmm. edifying me and making, you know, giving me spiritual goosebumps when the purpose of it is to administer it. And I love the way that he uses this. And even the word, you know, Paul uses, you know, for spiritual gifts is a charismata, which is, is grace endowments. And that, that's what he's saying here, that we are being stewards of God's grace. It's a gift he gave us mm-hmm. for his glory, not ours, and, and for the benefit of others, mm-hmm. not ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. And he'll go on to even say that again. He calls us to clothe ourselves in humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud and shows favor to the humble. So, uh, I feel like Peter really had to learn this. You know, I kind of think you yeah. know he, the, in the beginning there was a lot of pride as a younger man, but yeah. he's really grown and in this area of humility. And of course,
0: I don't know if we ever outgrow pride, yeah. you know, which is moving you know, uh, moving Christ from the center and moving ourselves right. to the center. And it's a ten- it's a lifelong tendency, you know, that we have. Mm-hmm. And of course, EP calls elders, you know, not to be caught up in in their gifts because it's a, it's a responsibility. And it's, you know, not about an exalted position, but about caring, you know, for those under, being willing, you know, as mm-hmm. God wants you to be, not
2: about
0: dishonest gain, but you're mm-hmm. to serve. Uh, and then he calls himself, you know, a, felder, a fellow elder, mm-hmm. which is, you know, he's introduced himself as apostle, but the position he covets most is the one to be shepherd of God's sheep. And that reminds us of the passage in John, uh, whenever, you know, Jesus said to Peter, as he reinstates him, Peter, do you love me? Mm-hmm. 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 Feed my sheep. Yep. Peter, do you you love me? Tend my lambs. Feed my sheep. and And he's gotten the message. My calling is as an elder to serve you know God's you know, God's people in the same way all of you you who are younger submit to those who are older or your elders clothe yourself with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but shows great favor to the humble humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand he may lift you up in due time and one of my favorite invitations verse 7 cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you what a wonderful invitation. Mm-hmm. Same thing Paul says mm-hmm. when he said, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer, you know, in petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God. which transcends all of our understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And we're invited to do the same thing, uh, you know, with apostle Peter.
1: And I love the little phrase he has in, in verse nine, as he's talking about, it, be alert, be sober minded. You're, the enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, like for someone to devour. Resist him, stand firm in your faith. Because you know the family of believers throughout the world um, is undergoing the same kinds of sufferings. And We're in this together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that beautiful yeah, you're, image. You're, you're not alone. Family of yeah. believers. And you think, oh, my local church. No, no, around the world. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. We are. Uh, every time we gather as God's people, we are part of a larger gathering, you know, worldwide. Uh, we realize that not all our clocks are coordinated, but it's just <laughs> you know the thought that uh, you know we have families of believers that are in the mountains of you know Guatemala outside of Guatemala City. We have families of believers that are in the bustling city of you know Nigeria. We have you know families of believers in Chengdu, China, mm-hmm. um, and uh, some are worshiping in apartments, and some are worshiping in hotels, and some are just worshiping under under the trees mm-hmm. and even in the rain. You know, sometimes, and, and we're all joined with him. You have to love his image. You know, Peter said to you know, Peter when he was you know Jesus when he was warning Peter you know said to you know the devil would let sift you like wheat, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. said no he he tore me up like a <laughs> yeah. lion. lion is a roaring lion seeking <laughs> seeking someone to yeah. devour. I, I got devoured, um, but mm-hmm. uh, we can all resist him by standing firm in the faith.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: huge volumes written on spiritual warfare there's a one we need yeah. <laughs> he, he wants to roar he wants to devour mm-hmm. stand firm in your faith
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the god of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in christ jesus after you suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast i'm going to talk about the Perseverance of the saints. That's what we're talking about. He restores us. He makes us strong. Makes us firm. He makes us steadfast. To Him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're going to miss Peter. Of course, yeah. we still have the second letter yeah, one of, one. of Peter, <laughs> yes. but uh, as we move away, uh, we've been deeply enriched by our time together with him. Cindy, why don't you close us with a word of
2: prayer? Sure. Father, we do thank you that you are the God of all grace and then you have called us to your glory. We thank you, Father, that you restore and you do make strong, and you do cause us to stand firm and be steady. So, Father, we would pray that you would do that in our hearts, even today, whether or not we we feel that way. And we thank you for that uh, incredible assurance. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.